Blog Talk Radio. Comey 
after pressuring him to end the investigation into Russia, and his staff, and especially Mike Flynn's, uh, Mike Flynn, Trump's loyal former fired national security advisor. There is little to commend Donald Trump or Donald Jr.'s um, actions during this time period, and each day new revelations are coming forward to implicate a serious Russian connection to the Trump administration. The secret meetings of Donald Trump Jr. and the recent no cameras or reporters uh, secret Trump-Putin meeting at the G20 uh, summit in Germany proves the implications of Russian influence in the Trump election and presents and present and past affection Trump has with Putin. The two-and-a-half-hour meeting with Trump and Putin and their secretaries of state and translators was a farce of presidential diplomacy and a major indication that Trump is doing exactly what Putin uh, wants him to do, and that is to pull away from NATO and the European Union and negotiate a Syrian ceasefire, release American sanctions against Russia, and simply be Putin's cockholster, which is what uh, Colbert called him, or so like that. Trump clearly makes Putin and Russians uh, laugh at how he can be so easily manipulated by his own greed and stupidity. Most Russians know their government hacked the U.S. election system and intelligence agencies and influenced the Trump election. The only people who are dumber than the Trumps are Trump supporters who still think he's innocent of treason. Trump can thank his father old man Trump for leaving him an estate of $300 million because Trump and Donald Jr. bankrupted his businesses and left Trump and his family desperate for foreign investors to bail them out after they burned all the American banks and investors who lost billions of dollars and would never do business with the Trump family again. The following documentary uh, follows the money trail of, the, of uh, Trump Russian investments in the U.S. and Russia and other uh, Trump ventures around the world. Trump made the greatest mistake of letting Donald Dummer Jr. Okay, run the family business into the ground, while Donald Dumb Sr. runs the country into the ground. Okay, and I've got a, got a, I've got a, uh, I've got a, uh, I want everybody to go to org, see that first article, and then look at, watch this uh, fascinating documentary uh, that, that shows... Uh, uh, exposed documentary on Trump's deep ties to Russia, and it was very well done. And uh, it, it's who, about who uh, made that? You know, it was made by a Dutch group, mm. a group of Dutch um, uh, 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 filmmakers. But they had gone into the whole. They had done a great job. They, they How long is that? It's about an hour. Oh, about okay. an hour long, and uh, very, very good, very informative. And it goes into all of Trump's. Russian connections, all of his uh, European connections, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all of the monies that bailed his ass out, okay, over those years. Yeah, because what banker would, uh, Nobody take, would his, take up his cause? That's right. So what they did is he got these oligarchs, these very wealthy guys. Now, you've also seen the one where uh, he put his... Uh, Gold. The, yeah, Goldstein, or whatever his name yeah. was, was the manager for, for this guy, this uh, billionaire Russian's Kid. Yeah, son, who's okay. a rock star. He's a rock star, right. Yeah, Russia. right. Yeah. And, he, and he, Trump uh, was promoting him, you know? Yeah, and that guy also uh, was the connection for the Miss Universe. Uh, That's right, but he's also got some big, the guy's a billionaire. 
any any back Trumps, and he's involved with Trump, and he's up to, he's to, with, Putin. to Putin exactly. So you know the the whole thing is so so rich, full of conspiracy and collusion. Well, and tonight there was, yeah, we were we watching know. we were watching um, a congresswoman on the, on the news this morning tonight. Remember? Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget her name, but she was on an intelligence committee. And she said, "There's no question that this guy is not colluded." Is that, you know, this she is said colluded. that was her opinion. Her opinion, but not based on anything that she had seen on the intelligence. No, not anything that she has seen fully seen yet. But on, she has seen a lot of stuff on that committee already. All right. So, but but these emails. She said it was her own personal opinion. Yeah, but you know she that, was very clear to separate that. But all right, that's all right. But you know, still. You're trying to. You, I know. I know what you're doing, and you're trying to be fair, because your, not, your, your feelings were quite, quite no, hurt I'm, by I'm Trump's not, deception. No, 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 no. My I'm not. I'm not trying to be fair. I'm just cynical. I know you are. So, and there's a difference between being fair and cynical. It's just that we go through this as a country all the time. Oh God, we went through this five times already. I mean, we yeah. went through it with Bush. We went through it with. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I'm getting a little. Bo- I'm getting a little bored with it, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because it gets all dramatized. It's political theater, and then nothing happens. Well. But we'll see. I think this. I don't. You know that we've never had a guy with so many. Um, Connections that were that everything that he does is 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 either favors one of those countries that he's that he's in, okay, or buying favor or selling trade, selling favors to these to these people. Uh-huh. On the last six months that he's been in office, that's all he's done. Uh-huh. All right, he, he made for trade his daughter. for his daughter. Yeah, they got the trademarks in China. They got the they got a uh, hundred billion, a million, hundred million from the Saudis mm-hmm. to her to her fund. All right, he sold a hundred and ten billion dollars worth of uh, weaponry, air, air, airplanes to uh, weapon, uh, fighter jets to uh, to Saudi Arabia. Yep. All right, through that meeting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And everything else this guy's doing, he's just he's just a racket. Put a stranglehold on Kuwait. Yeah. What he did is nothing. Oh, cut, Cutter, excuse me, on yeah. Cutter. No, what he's done is nothing. Hillary, as much as I hate to say it, because I couldn't stand what Hillary was doing, where they were selling influence, you know, and uh-huh. where, where money's going to their foundation. He did the exact same thing. Right. Yeah. The only difference is they gave her a hundred million dollars. Nobody gave the Clintons a hundred million. That we know of in one big chunk. We you know? don't know. Yeah. So anyway, but that that that's that's. Or maybe the story. they had to split up. She had to split it with a Yeah, lot. and you can go to go go to this art. Go to my website, and you'll see a whole lot of information, um, current information on Trump. All right. So, um, let's go to here. It's like a reality presidency. That's all I can think of. It's like a reality show. Yeah, that's what it is. A reality show. Yeah. You know, you know who one of his communications directors is? Oh God, I hate to find out who. Amoroso. Remember Amoroso? Yeah, from the uh, Apprentice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was such an evil woman. You know, everybody hated her because she was she she betrayed everybody. Remember? Uh And uh, that was very funny, I thought. Okay, let's go to. um, I wanted to read some of this stuff. There's some good stuff out here tonight that I got for you. And 
back to my thing. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. How much more absurdity can you handle? Government is in shambles. Do you want to read that or you want me to read it? I think it's pretty good. I'll start off. Okay. I waited all morning, all one rainy and dark Tuesday morning, for the story to slow down enough for me to catch up with it. And while I was waiting, I wondered what if, on a similarly rainy and dark Tuesday morning of July of 1973, while the Senate Select Committee on Presidential Campaign Practices was conducting its hearings on television. Richard Nixon had called a press conference and simply played all the Watergate tapes for all the world to hear. Because, bless me, that seems very much like what Donald Trump Jr. did on July Tuesday in the year of our Lord of 2017. And that was where I finally caught up with the story. When I went to bed on Monday night, the hot revelation from the New York Times in which it was revealed that black back last summer, Junior had been told via email that the Russian government was trying actively to assist his father's presidential campaign and to Rat- radic. No, to, to rat- this is a Nixon term. To rat fuck. The, oh, is that what that yeah, says? The, the, the campaign uh, of Hillary Rodham Clinton. Yeah. This was prior to the meeting arranged by the Russian power lawyer Natalia Veselnitskaya, yeah, which <laughs> which Junior attended with Paul Manafort, a crook, and Jared Kushner, another crook. Yeah. The revelation of which has been Sunday's hot story. By the time I woke on Tuesday morning, the Times had the text of the email itself. Wow. I thought Junior's going to have to trouble trouble slithering (laughs) up from under this one. I sat down and prepared to write about the latest absurdity. Little did I know that Junior himself had set the absurdity zooming into the bizarre and beyond. It's so true. It's so true. On the electric Twitter machine, for reasons known only to whatever pagan deity watches over the gang <laughs> of grifters and fools, Junior had published the entire email chain, the contents of which, in any ordinary time, would have everybody involved being fitted for leg irons, their room reservation at Leavenworth uh, already booked, from The Guardian. Yeah. The this e- is, this is, is from The Guardian. Yeah. The emails show music promoter Rob Goldstone telling the future U.S. president's son that the Crown Prosecutor of Russia has offered to provide the Trump campaign with some official documents and information that would incriminate Hillary and her dealings with Russia and would be very useful to your father, Goldstone adds. This is obviously very high-level and sensitive information, but is part of Russia and its government support for Mr. Trump. Trump Jr. replies 17 minutes later and welcomes the offer. If it's what you say, I love it, especially later in the summer. (laughs) I might have been cautious about commenting merely on the information, largely because this Goldstein character looks like the mugshot of every two-bit hoodlum capped by Whitney Bulger. Whitey. Whitey Bulger, the murderer there. But when Junior threw my caution to the, but then Junior threw my caution to the wind. 
It's true though. Doesn't that guy look like? Look oh, like, he looks like, like a thug. Like he looked like a, a two-bit thug. Mob. He made a lie out of every, out of practically everything that the Trump camp has said on the subject for over a year. Yeah. Uh. The email chain makes clear that the Trump campaign collided, colluded with the Russian government. Uh, further, it also makes plain that not only Junior but also Manafort and Kushner took, they knew the campaign was done, had done so because Junior was kind enough to forward the emails to them. He incriminated himself. He incriminated the other two. He made a lie out of the practically everything that the Trump camp has said on the subject for over a year. Right? And then he shared all the he, emails. He, you know, and he landed a clean shot below the waterline of his father's administration. Again, I thought of Nixon standing behind a podium in the White House uh, while a tape from June 23rd, 1972, it's, uh, remember that? That yes. tape, tape unspooled the, an eager world and then telling the assembled press corps, see, it's just like I said, I'm not involved. I'm not a crook. I'm not a crook. But, I remember that. But there was the 18-minute gap, remember? <laughs> remember I'm that? not a crook. Yeah, I'm not a crook. See, it's just like I said. But anyway, Sean Hannity on two, uh, has also announced that Junior would appear with Sean Hannity on Tuesday night. I guess he did. We, we missed it. But I fully expected Junior to show up at the set dressed in an evil lawyer uh, from the Einstein film. Uh, I don't know what that is exactly. But, uh, things pretty much exploded after that. Republicans ran for cover. <laughs> Orrin Hatch tried to minimize the whole of business and failed utterly. Mitch McConnell just canceled a, a chunk of the August recess, mm -hmm. and probably because he knows nothing's going to move in Congress as long as the circus is in town at the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> and Democrats zoomed into orbit, uh, and Tim Kaine went, uh, went there in a big way for, from CNN. He said... We are now beyond obstruction of justice, the Virginia Democrat told CNN Tuesday. This is moving into perjury, false statements, and even possibly potentially treason. Well, what does oh, yeah. he know? Oh, no, no, he was a, well, he was Yeah, well, I don't like him. No, no, he was the governor there one time, and VP running. By far the most interesting reaction came from choir boy Mike, Mike Pence, yeah. the vice president of the United States. His office put out a statement that was conspicuous in its tap dancing. <laughs> Pence, of course, has been all over television for a year denying that the Trump campaign knew anything about Russian racket. Rat fucking. Rat fucking. <laughs> he has decided on the modified limited blow off routine for the moment via the Hill. The vice president is working every day to advance the president's agenda, which is what the American people sent us here to do, the press secretary, Mark Waters, said in a statement. <laughs> the vice president was not aware of the meeting. He is not focused on stories about the campaign, particularly stories about the time before he joined the ticket. <laughs> and at this point, you have to have a mind of bread, though, to give either Pence or his nominal boss the benefit of any doubt. Thanks to Junior's efforts, Philip Bump had a precise timeline on which to hang this video of the president delivering a suspiciously clairvoyant victory speech. <laughs> Remember at the, at the, at the uh, primary? Yes. Wonder how he knew what was coming? All over the inter... intertubes... I don't know. Intertubes. 
all over the intertubes. Um, Trump Kremen, criminologists and hell actual criminologists, criminologists were, were parsing the events to find pulp to try and discover the thorough line in which now appears to be a writhing ball of snakes pretending to be. <laughs> 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 That's quite a tongue twister, yeah. all that. Almost all of the recent Times exclusives were sourced to what appeared to be people within the White House, or at least the people close enough to it to know the details of a very closely held meeting. And Team Jared, is Team Jared out for blood? Is there some sort of weird uh, Oedipal thing playing out with Junior? <laughs> is Tiffany behind it all, bred from birth for vengeance, like Mordred to Marla Maples and Morgan Le Fay? And the, the, the boggled mind, mind further boggles. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a reality show. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's a quote he quoted from King Lear at the top. Uh -huh. I wanted to read that before we went. The government of the United States is a shambles. An incompetent administration headed by an unqualified buffoon is now descending into criminal comedy and maldroit backstabbing. It is an administration that not only self-destructs, but glories in the process. There seems to be no end to it, no desire to end it by the people who actually have the power <laughs> to do so. That in itself seems curious and probably should remind all of us that Paul Ryan's super PAC was hip deep in the borscht itself. Ryan, who really is the person best situated to close down to close the circus down, seems to be afflicted with one of his periodic bouts of invisibility. Poor lad. <laughs> and there is a great unfolding treason now. Now just the precise constitutionality to find treason, but a general betrayal of reason, of self-government, of honesty, and of high office. They are now committing treason against themselves. Grim betrayal winding around itself in coils ever tightening until there is nothing but the foul exhaling of the final breath <laughs> of things that once belonged to better people than them. But it's really, this is really funny because... It says, and there's a related story, Twitter will probably bring down the Trump family. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it, you know. But, uh, yeah, yeah let, me, let me just go right to the top and read this because this is kind of funny. This article, by the way, was written by Charles Pierce. Uh, he actually wrote it yesterday for the Esquire. It says, "For your this is a quote from uh, Henry the Fourth. For your own reasons, turn into your bosoms." Henry the Fifth. Uh, fifth, I'm sorry. As dogs upon their masters worry you, worrying you. See you, my princes and my noble peers, these English monsters. I'm not really sure what how that relates to that because there's better lines in, in Lear. You know, but um, and even Hamlet. <laughs> you know, but uh, but that's amazing. That's amazing because Trump brought down his own. I mean, that's why. That's why I I, I wrote the dumb uh, Donald Dumb and Donald Dumber because cried it out loud. It's sort of like Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Yeah, Humpty all the Dumpty. king's horses and it's, all yeah. the king's men couldn't put Humpty back no, together again. No. And that was about it's, written about a isn't it crazy? a monarch. Yeah. An English monarch, yeah. actually. Uh, this, uh, I'll, I'll just mention this, but um, U.S. Senator suspects we may have an illegitimate president of the United States. 
okay? And this is this year, this was quoted in the Independent. But calls for a shutdown of President's legislative agenda. Imagine that, U.S. Congressman. And he said, Donald Trump's, uh, let's see, who's, who said this? Uh, it says Ted Lieu, okay? We may have an illegitimate president of the United States currently occupying the White House, says Ted Lieu. Now, I don't is know where he's, he's from. Well, I'll tell you in a second. Is the congressman? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, a second. This is by the Independent. There's a little uh, video on that, I think. Yeah, I'm just trying to get... Oh, there he is. Yeah, give me a second. Donald Trump's legislative agenda should face a total and complete shutdown in the wake of reports about possible collusion. And this is by this uh, Democrat congressman. Um, uh, collusion between his election campaign and Russia, a Democratic congressman has claimed. Warning of a cloud of treason, Ted Lieu said. The bombshell revelation that U.S. officials have information that suggests Trump's associates may have colluded with the Russians means we must pause the entire Trump agenda. He cited a report which claimed that several U.S. officials believe the FBI has information about coordinated efforts between members of Mr. Trump's team and suspected um, uh, just came up here, I'm sorry, just, uh, maybe suspected Russians? Yeah, suspected yeah. Russian operatives uh, to uh, release hacked information that would be damaging to Hillary. Hang on a second, I don't want to shut this thing off. I, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I, I am scared. These damn things, these pop-up videos, these pop-up things should be banned on the internet. Huh. But anyway. Um, well, here's some things. Lifestyle of Trump's family costing secret service. <laughs> I just want to, did we read, did I read that? No. He cited a report which claimed that several U.S. officials believe the FBI has information coordinated effort between the members of Trump's team and suspected Russian operatives to release hacked information that would be damaging to Hillary Clinton. Congressman, where is this? We may have an illegitimate president of the United States currently occupying the White House, Mr. Lou said in a statement. Uh, Congress cannot continue regular order uh, and must stop voting on any Trump Act agenda until the FBI completes its Trump-Russia collusion uh, investigation. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think like so. That. Yeah, because uh, anything else is, you know, anything they, they, they do, you know, could be uh, involved with Russia. He, comment, he comments, his comments came within days of FBI Director James Comey's admission that the Bureau was looking into both Russia's alleged uh, interference with the 216 election and also possible links between Moscow and members of Donald Trump's campaign team. Mm. Yeah. It, goes, it goes on. You want to read some more of this? Or? Uh, officials told CNN that the FBI is currently reviewing hum human intelligence, travel business, and phone records, as well as several accounts of persons... Um, of in-person meetings, but they cautioned that their findings have not been conclusive. Right, and there was one, he said, uh, he said investigators had started looking into the Trump's campaign activities after his agents were able to piece together all credible allegations of wrongdoing and um, reasonable 
basis to believe an American may be acting as an agent of a foreign power. That's what this law well, says. Kelly guy. Yeah. So, anyway. Mr. Liu has called on Congress to form an independent commission immediately and appoint a special prosecutor, which they did, okay, uh, investigate the collusion allegations with impartiality and independence. He also urged Congress to pass a resolution of inquiry bill. Authored by himself and a Democratic congressman, uh, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, it calls for Mr. Trump and Attorney, Jeff Sessions, Attorney General Jeff Sessions to publicly disclose any information that could connect the presidential campaign with the Russian efforts to compromise the U.S. democracy. I, th- I think that's amazing, though, you know. Well, yeah. they so, got to do something. But anyway, this, he said this was by the, uh, well, this, this, this happened, but it, this was written on, this was actually written in March. Well, obviously that didn't get... But it was published in... Um, no, it did. Okay. They did... The, the whole thing was set up and uh, put up in... Uh, they, they got a special prosecutor now. And yeah, but they didn't stop his legislation. No, 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 they didn't. No, no, they didn't. They didn't, and they should have. But uh, but this... So thing, they did do half of what he right. proposed. Yeah. But anyway, this this came through today, and, and I... Uh, Interesting. Such a this Larry, uh, Larry uh, Lawthorne, he's from he's an Englishman. He sends mm-hmm. sends me stuff. A couple of Englishmen send me good stuff. Uh, urgent. Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted to mention this tonight before because this is bad. It's all over the internet now and it, it's coming up for a vote, but um, by the FCC. Okay. If you're not freaking out about it, net neutrality right now, you're not paying attention. And it says Comcast wants to control what you do online. Do you want to let them? Okay. And, um... So you really need to contact your congressman. Right. This is a battle of the future of the Internet. Comcast, Verizon, and AT&T want to end net net neutrality so they can charge extra fees to control what we see and do online. On today, okay, today, we take the first step uh, to, on July 12th here, to stop them. This is a battle for the Internet's future. Before you do anything else, send a letter to the FCC and Congress now, right? And um, so those of you who don't know what net neutrality is... uh, It gives everybody basically the same access. Right. That's what it does. Net neutrality is the principle that Internet providers like Comcast and Verizon should not control what we see and do online. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? In 2015, startups, Internet freedom groups, and 3.7 million commenters one strong net neutrality rules from the U.S. Federal Communications Commission, FCC. The rules prohibit Internet providers from blocking, throttling, and paid uh, prioritization, fast lanes for sites that pay, and slow lanes for everyone else. Right? What are Team Internet? We support net neutrality and freedom of speech. This is the organization, um, Team Internet. Um, trying to see how you can reach it here if you just go to Team Internet, I guess. Um, Battleforthenet.com. Check that out. Okay. And Team Internet. Um, and um, fill out their... They, they have a, a, a form. Just go to uh, Battleforthenet.com. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. I wanted to... Uh, before... Yeah. Um, Meet the Trump regretted, so we 
wish they could change their vote. Yeah. Is that a little audio piece? This is a long, this is quite long, actually. Oh. But I, I, would, I mentioned this to you today. Yeah, I thought that was kind and of it interesting. Kind of, it was really very interesting. Is there any audio on that? Yeah, there's a lot of audio on it. There's, there's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a good chunk of video. But it, what it is, they're interviewing um, this reporter interviews um, uh, Different people who voted for Trump and why they're unhappy with him. Exactly, and why they why they wish they didn't. Mm -hmm. Okay, if they could change their votes now, they would because they just they were just so disappointed with with Trump. So, but it's very long. It's a long article, and the video is very long too. Oh, okay. okay so. A little bit too long. Yeah, but just to know that that has happened, and I wasn't meant to say that. Oh, this is interesting uh, for Connecticut people. Mm -hmm. All right. Connecticut just banned civil forfeiture without a criminal conviction, right? So what that means is a lot of states were grabbing your, you know, if they were arresting, arresting you and grabbing your And taking your, stuff, your car and then uh, impounding it and selling it. No, yeah, taking car, money, your house. house, whatever, before you're convicted. Yeah. Okay, before you're, you know, you're... And then you can't get it back, of course, because they've already right. sold it. That's right. And, uh... Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so what, but... but that's one good thing that this guy Malloy did, and he says uh, Governor uh, Malloy, Donald Malloy signed uh, HB 7146 on Monday, which curbs the state's uh, civil forfeiture laws. Uh, not only did the bill earn endorsements from the Yankee Institute for Public Policy and the state chapter of the ACLU, uh, even uh, HB 7146 even passed both. House and Senate without a single no vote. Well, Is that good or not? Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And under the law, in order to permanently confiscate property with civil forfeiture, the property must be first seized in connection to either a lawful arrest or a lawful search that results in an arrest. If prosecutors do not secure a guilty verdict, a plea bargain, or a dismissal from finishing the pretrial division uh, diversion, program, the government must return the property to its rightful owner. With a stroke of a pen, Connecticut now becomes the 14th state to require criminal conviction for most of all forfeiture cases. I'm really surprised that they don't have that in more states, and that's just a new thing, you know? Well, because I mean, it's a great money-making Oh, it is, but it's against the, it's against the Constitution. Mm -hmm. It's unconstitutional, you know? But who the hell cares, right? Say you know? that to the people down south. Yeah. Well, anyway... Our nation is too broke for universal health care to spend $406 billion more on F-35s. <laughs> Don't you agree? <laughs> I don't know. It, it really just makes me sick that they want to do away with, with health care, Medicaid, food stamps, every social program, Medicare, but yet they got $406 billion to throw it. Uh, a lousy F-35 plane. That's not working. It's really sad. But, anyway. This is another, this is really unbelievable. The list of Kushner's meetings with Russians keeps mm. getting longer. Wow. Is that so? Yeah. You like to see how many meetings he's had. Right. Kushner was required to disclose a growing list of meetings with Russian nationals. He didn't. Is he really that forgetful? See, this, this is all collusion, you know, mm -hmm. and, and this guy, this guy had one sick piece of work, right? It says, um, 
The list of Christians meeting in Russia keeps getting longer. The story first came to public light in April, and New York Times reported that Jared Kushner, Donald Trump's powerful son-in-law, sought the top-secret security clearance before stated, starting his position in the White House, and at the time, he was required to disclose all encounters with foreign government officials over the last seven years. The article added that failing to disclose foreign contacts can, in some instances, lead to officials losing access to intelligence or worse. This was relevant because Kushner um, uh, had failed to disclose a meeting with Russian Ambassador Sergei uh, Kislyak and a separate meeting with Sergei Gorkov and the head of the Russian state-owned bank, I can't even pronounce that, uh, or B-E-B. It's, uh, it's suddenly relevant, anew, however, in the light of the June 2016 meeting Kushner attended with Donald Trump Jr., Paul Manafort and Kremlin-like lawyer, Link Lawyer, the latest New York Times report noted. Okay, but um, the guy has many, 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 many different uh, meetings that he's made with the Russians, and uh, we talked about. I talked about that in the article I, wrote, I read. I wrote there uh, earlier that uh, he even asked for a back channel, uh, you know, communications. Mm -hmm. Okay, to so direct link. To, you know, this was even before. They, he was uh, he was nominated, elected, you know, not elected, Amazing, but uh, isn't it? yeah, before he was uh, he was um, inaugurated, right? And they're just bombs, man. Just ah. Oh, this is this is beautiful. You're gonna love this. Okay, uh, okay. This is kind of good. This is this is this is Kellyanne Conway. We can't hear it. We can't hear it. No, I'll turn it up. Okay, this is Kellyanne Conway in an interview. Yeah. Uh, did anyone involved in the Trump campaign have any contact with Russians trying to meddle with the election? Absolutely not, and I discussed that with the president-elect last night. Those conversations never happened. So they never made a phone call to Russia. They never received a phone call. It's all fake news. No, of course not. I, of course not. That's Why would there be any contact between the campaign? No, there are not. It's absurd. Uh, it, you know, there's no face to it. They'll say anything be able to win this. I mean, this is time and time again, lie after lie. It's disgusting. It's so phony. I mean, I can't think of bigger lies. There is no collusion. This is, he said this in May of 2017. Spicer said this in March. The president puts Russian salad dressing on his salad tonight. Somehow that's a Russian connection. I have nothing to do with Russia, folks. October 2016. I'll give you a rich statement. Nothing to do. So no collusion whatsoever. February 2017. Yeah. The moron himself, the idiot. 
Okay, this is what How it did is. they? No, the New York Times. How did they oh, get that? Oh, because because Douchehead, the idiot, gave it to them. No, no, he only did after. They questioned him. No, they listen, knew listen. About it. No, they 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 found out about it. Right. And then they questioned Donald Trump Jr. Uh huh. And Do- Donald Trump Jr. then said, told them, yeah, they did it. And but he's, and then what he did is he publicly tweeted all of the all of the emails that he got, and then the, you know the, just the complete stupid, right? So this this article probably sums it up. But it was it came out uh, today I think in in the New York Post, and why it's such a surprise is because the Post is a is a is Mer- a Mer- yeah it's yeah. a Fox Fox News you know. Oh my. Yeah, and, and Fox uh, and Fox paper, but the New York Post wrote this: Murdoch's New York Post turns against Donald Trump, calls his son an idiot <laughs> in an editorial. And, uh, oh, this is this is really funny. You know, it's a short article, but you got to. I want to read it, unless you want to read it. No, very, go ahead. You can read funny, it. Very funny. Uh, well, okay. Murdoch's New York Post turns against Donald Trump, calls his son an idiot. An editorial where Fox News ignores it, uh, ignores uh, the, the, whole thing? The, the issue. Yeah, says, well, that's it. Rupert Murdoch's conservative right-wing tabloid has turned on Donald Trump. In an editorial, the paper calls that uh, calls the president's son Donald Jr. an idiot, uh-huh. and that's the headline. Donald Trump Jr. is an idiot. <laughs> it's oh signed the Post editorial board, and he says. You're seeing the influence of James and Lackin Murdoch, the sons and runners of the Post. He says, even they are cutting ties with the lying, abetting Trump family. And he says, they call him criminally stupid. Right? To say this exposed, uh, to say this episode of the Trump nightmare presidency has gone badly, is to say the least. The Post has put it most succinctly. And Donald... If they're not, and Donald, if they're not on your side, who is? Fox News will follow suit if Murdoch's son have their way. And the day of Roger Ailes, Bill O'Reilly, Cole Allen are over. Even Sean Hannity can't save you now. Right? Is that something? Fox yeah. News is simply ignoring not only the Post editorial, but also the piece by columnist, uh, by the columnist Colin Trump uh, Jr. Scandal, disgraceful. And there must be some tension on the automated on the automated elevators uh, at uh, 12, 11, 6 Avenue. And this time, it ain't over sexual harassment. Oh boy! Can you imagine? Oh my God! But the problem is, you know, you, you can't even you can't. Eat. I mean, the, the, it was so stupid what he did. Uh-huh. It was so stupid. It, it's it's almost unbelievable that he could be so stupid. Yeah. Now, this was the one I was telling you about, the where Jared Kushner was involved with the with, with Qatar, yeah, and his father and stuff. And this was really interesting because um, all of a sudden, after Qatar turned down a, a five hundred million dollar loan for, to Jared to Kushner, yeah, all of a sudden, Qatar, 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 well, Qatar, Qatar. I no, always thought it was called Qatar. No, huh? Qatar. All right, Qatar. All right. Um, Jared Kushner tried and failed to get a $500 million loan from Qatar, a cutter, before pushing Trump to take a hard line against Trump, against the country. So after he was turned down by by, uh, 
uh, Cutter's uh, richest businessman. Uh, he got pissed off and, and told Daddy to, uh, to to sanction them. But I said, Jared Kushner tried and failed to secure a $500 million loan from one of Qatar's, uh, Qatar's uh, richest businessmen before pushing his father-in-law to toe a hard line with the country, it has been alleged. This intersection between uh, Kushner's real estate dealings and his father-in-law's international issues highlights the difficulties of an administration besieged in um, with an unprecedented number of conflicts of interest. Early in his career, real estate career, Kushner purchased a, a building at 666 Fifth Avenue in New York for $1.8 billion. So he way overpaid that, yeah. that building. He way, way overpaid. It was a record-setting deal at the time. These days, however, more than a quarter of the office space in the building is vacant. And according to the New York Times, the building has not generated enough to pay its debts in several years, forcing Kushner companies to cover the multi-million dollar difference. So the guy's going on there. He's sucking wind over there, right? And uh, they're desperate, okay? Just like daddy. These days, however, these days, however, more than a quarter of the off... Uh, wait a minute, I missed that. Uh, in 2015, while Donald Trump was firing up his campaign, Kushner was working on his biological father to keep the property from going under, right, uh, water. The men zeroed in on Qatari uh, billionaire Sheikh Hamid bin Abdullah Al Thani uh, as a potential investor. Uh, HBJ, which is the name of this, the, this, the initials of that guy, uh, eventually agreed to invest $500 million in the property. Um, sources tell The Intercept on the condition that Kushner's companies found the rest of the money for the multi-million dollar project on its own. For help, Kushner companies turned to Chinese insurance uh, company, uh, Angbang. The uh, uh, company agreed to secure a $4 billion construction loan okay, to develop the property in early March. But um, weeks later, as concerns about conflicts of interest mounted, Angbang pulled out. All right? So Without the help of Angbang, Kushner companies could not meet the rest of uh, um, the uh, Qatar billionaires' uh, funding demands. And according to one source in the region, uh, HBJ, the, the uh, billionaire, uh, killed the deal. And according to another, he simply put it on hold. But either way, a diplomatic crisis centered around Qatar broke out shortly thereafter. In early June, at least Six Gulf region countries severed or reduced ties to the country, claiming it had supported terrorism. Isn't that as dirty as yeah. it gets? What a freaking dirt I guess bag. they can't accept much of this group at all. Holy, these guys are criminal enterprises. No nobility there. None. The countries issued at least a demand, list of demands necessary for Qatar to, to, to regain favor, includes shutting down the media network Al Jazeera, okay? They, they, cutting ties in various Islamic groups, limiting ties with Iran, and expelling Turkish troops. They demanded that they shut down the Azure Zero network. Yeah, I remember. And that, that's why they that, that's why they did it. They hate them, okay, mm -hmm. because they're the only uh, network of, of that that exposes what's going on in the Arab world, you know, and around the country, around the world, around the world. 
even though they're liberals, you know, they listen to him, this guy. But um, it's not that long, but the guy, uh, uh, there's more important articles I wanted to get to tonight, but. Yeah, there's a, this, uh, you've had an awful lot of them, Leo. Yeah, this is from the Washington Post tonight, and uh, uh, you can go to it uh, it's, uh, and, and find it as it was out today. In Alexandria, Shooter's hometown, rage-filled radio host channels Middle America's inner frustration. That's an inner. Oh, this guy's this guy's some kind of wicked. He, I mean, he says the N word and he kills people. Well, what's wrong with people? And you know, and it's called K Q Q Z, 11:90 a.m. And he, he self-styled Grim Reaper of Radio is what he calls himself. Womanak is a surly 68-year-old former East St. Louis street cop. He yeah. hates Black Lives Matter. Talks proudly about his Caucasian heritage to anyone who will listen. And do they listen? His controversy courting radio program, he's the self-styled Grim Reaper of Radio. The suburban community about 20 miles east of St. Louis drew attention in recent weeks because it was the hometown of James uh, Hodgkinson, the out-of-work, politically frustrated home inspector who up and left, drove a van to Washington area, then shot four people at a congressional baseball game in Andrea, Virginia. Huh. Um, but in a small town, the nation was shocked. But Romanik, who's the who's this guy, yeah. you know, this uh, the host, uh, the uh, talk show guy, who seems to delight in launching savage attacks on local politicians and stoking his listeners, many frustrations about race, crime, and government, certainly wasn't. Despite being a diehard supporter of Trump, who was perf- perfected the art of dire populist message, many of Romanik's biggest fans in southern Illinois are disgruntled Democrats. Oh. Just like Hodgkinson does. Yeah. I can't say for sure, you said, if this Hodgkinson guy listened to me, but he probably did. Romanik said in a recent interview, if people would be honest about what drove Hodgkinson's to the point of violence, uh, you probably see a lot of people right on the same page with him all over the country, but around here for sure. Interesting enough. That goes on quite a ways, but it 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 talks about him and how how um, outrageous his show really is, you know. Like, this I mean, who, what kind of people listen to that? You really want? I don't know. I don't know. But you know, a lot of right wing crazy bastards out there. And you're really crazy. Um, this uh, I, I, this is a musical thing that came out in a funny book. Um, I, I would like to. I was hoping to play a tribute to a friend of ours, uh, Joe Firecrow, great, good, um, flautist, uh, NATO musician. Yeah. And he, and he passed away yeah. this last couple of days. Did they, did they say why? It didn't. Well, no, I just, uh, well, no, but, you know, he, he died. Mm. You know, he suddenly died. They didn't, I don't know if he had, uh, but Lila and I were friends with him. We filmed oh, he, a couple yeah. of his shows, and he had done a, uh, remember he did the scattercoat thing for us. Yeah, he was such and, a talented uh, guy. Nice guy and a uh, sweet guy and a uh, uh, real musician, real talented guy. But uh, I wanted to uh, I wanted to play a, a small tribute to him, but I didn't get a chance. I I just read that tonight. Uh, his girlfriend uh, sent it over on on the Facebook and uh, announced it. So it was really sad. Very 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 sad. But 
um, if you can give me one second, I know we only got five minutes left. I would think I'd like to finish the night out. So that's okay with you, Lila? Yeah. Maybe, maybe a tribute to Joe. I'll, I'll see if yeah. I, I know he's got stuff on YouTube. I'm gonna look it I up. feel I'm just feeling really sad about that. Yeah. I've forgotten what tribe he was from. He was Montana. I'm not sure if he was Latoya. How about Creator's Prayer by Joseph Firefly? That was okay. probably the yeah, one. He did that seven years ago. Yeah. But you can go to, uh, for, for all of you, you can go to, uh, excuse me, to um, uh, YouTube and go on to Joe Firecrow, uh, and uh, there's a lot of, there's, there's over, lot of his so almost 2,000 or more uh, uh, videos on him. But let's, let's go to um, Joe Firecrow, Legend of the Warrior, um, Creator's Prayer. I don't, I don't know. Let's try that one. You want to do that I one? I don't remember that okay. one exactly, but uh, it's got a lot of great music. Or Native American music by Joseph Firecrow. Yeah, and but this is uh, he sings and does this. This is uh, this might be a good one for him. From the NAMI. From the NAMI uh, Awards in 2010. Yeah. Uh, where uh, 12th annual uh, Native American Music Awards, Joe Firecrow Artist of the Year. Oh, he's uh, so, so talented. Yeah, and uh, you get the Wolf song up here, and he just so many beautiful songs that he did. Um, One yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to see. There's so many good ones here. I don't know if. I, um, let's do the. What did I say? It was Creator's Prayer. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he sings it. I, I hope so. Yeah. This is we'll, we'll leave with this. If you write anything on your computer, you need to get grappling. I write pretty much all day. It's called Creator's Prayer by Joe Firecrow. He passed away. I believe yesterday or the day before, and um, suddenly, you can find this on, uh, on YouTube, under Joe Firebrook. Now, Joe is a flautist. He, he is a remarkable flute player.
fire crow. You make my heart feel good. I thank you, Creator. It is an honor to be here and I'll play some flute and I'm take it easy tonight. A little warm. And I want you to sit back and enjoy the rest of this day. Each morning we wake up to a new sunrise, a place for new hope, a new beginning. And as we complete the first circle of, of the day, we look into the evening time. And long ago, that's when you heard the flute. I give you this song, Silent Warrior, off my latest CD, Face the Music. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
very, very sorry. But um, you can go go to uh, you can buy his his CDs and uh, go to go to YouTube and see his videos. But the one I'm, the one we showed now it's a 58 minute uh, concert that he gave in Winstead, Connecticut, which is where he lived, which is only about 30 minutes away from um, where I live. And um, yeah, Joe Joe is quite a quite a, quite a guy, and we celebrate his life. So. Uh, with that, I want to thank you all for listening, and uh, good night. Yeah, good night, folks. Okay. So good night, everybody. Have a pleasant.